Hey everybody, before the New Year's Eve episode, I just want to share a snippet of the review that Paul Flanagan of Wonderful Radio Flanagan did of my show on his show. He's got a great show, and I highly recommend checking it out, but you can get a little taste of it by listening to the very next clip before our New Year's Eve episode. I hope you enjoy, and I hope you enjoy the episode too, and I'm looking forward to having you guys check out what new I have planned for the podcast in 2019. Yeah, David and Car Thoughts. Car Thoughts, as done by David. Uh, David is an American gentleman, and uh, he would be and I've told him this in a message, <laughs> he would be what I would call a prolific podcaster. And by that, he does a daily podcast um, from his car. And these are car thoughts. These are not thoughts about cars. How many thoughts can you have about cars? Mm, it's a nice car. Mm, drives really well. No, it's the thoughts that he has. <clears throat> Pardon me. <clears throat> I've, I've done too much talking. Huh? Orange juice. <clears throat> Yeah, so he, David and Car Thoughts, recordings in his car. Um, sometimes he's by himself, sometimes he's do, he does interviews. Um, and it's really interesting stuff. And the thing with the thing with David is that um, he's very thoughtful um, when he speaks and, and, and um, what he speaks about. It's kind of like there's a lot of um, thought gone into um, what he's saying and even though sometimes it's uh, uh you know sort of spontaneous stuff coming out as well it kind of like adds to the mix of things and it's very pleasant to listen to as well and because he's a daily podcast uh i've told him i i, I have trouble keeping up um <laughs> but it's true uh, but yeah uh, there was one thing that um david had said to me about um i'd done a podcast in the shower and if you want to go back after this podcast, it's about five or six podcasts ago, and I did a podcast in the shower. Um, and one of the things that was uh, had occurred to me while I was in the shower, apart from, ooh, look at that. No, uh, one of the things that occurred to me while I was in the shower uh, was that in the shower is where I get a lot of uh, inspiration for things. It's where you get these those um, those aha moments. Aha! And then of course you've got nothing to write it down on. I might start writing on the tiles. I uh, don't know if Mrs F would be too keen on that. But uh, in, in in a similar way, David was saying that he gets some of his best thoughts while he's driving. Um, so I think uh, he, he decided that, uh, you know, he would do a podcast while he's driving. And I like it, and uh, I would definitely recommend listening to it. Um, you can even listen to it while you're driving, I suppose. But I, I tend to listen to it while I'm sitting at home working, because it's, it, he also keeps you company as well. It's, it's like, it's, sometimes it's like he's talking to you, just you. I mean, that's the, the the good secret of a good podcaster, a good radio guy, is where it feels like a one to one, and and it's and it's like that with David, and it's really cool, and I, and I, and, I, and I quite enjoy that kind of thing. So um, that's all the nice things I can say about car thoughts with David. Good morning, and welcome to Car Thoughts with David. I am your host, David Calvert, and thank you guys so so much for listening, for tuning in, for taking time out of your day to listen to what I have to say. And as 2019 looms ever closer, one of the things I thought of, and I actually posted a uh, an Instagram post about this on the newly minted Car Thoughts with David Instagram, is, you know, a picture of Doc Brown from Back to the Future 2 where he's explaining how the timeline split when Biff went back in time and gave... Uh, young Biff, the uh, sports 
guide with all the games won and lost over the last, you know, 40 years. And, um, you know, how time changed and how this was actually a worse reality than the reality that Marty left and they had to go back in time and steal the book from Biff before he could make his fortune and set the timeline straight again. Which begs the question, is this the actual reality? Is this actually, you know, the correct reality? Or are we on some offshoot where time and space are different and we aren't the people that we thought we would be or should be because somebody traveled back in time and changed something by accident or on purpose, who knows? But it raises an interesting question nonetheless. You know, is this actually the reality we're supposed to be in? Or is this a different reality that is alternate to what we're supposed to experience? You know, very, very interesting. It'd make an interesting science fiction novel, I think. I'm not just saying that because I write science fiction novels. Especially concerning I don't have time to write that as a science fiction novel. I might do a short story and see where it goes and then just kind of put it on the shelf. Um, I've got two short stories. Three short stories I've written so far that are kind of on the shelf. One I promised to write this year um, because this one lady just was like, oh, this is so awesome. I, ha I You need to keep writing this. And like several people were saying it, but she was like very vocal. And I was like, okay, okay. I can see that you want to see this one finished. So let me go ahead and do that. And then I'll get to the other ones uh, later. Of course, I'm still going to keep writing Hurtling Towards Home. Um, I think this one's going to be called A Journey of Hope. The last one was A Story of Hope. So this one will be A Journey of Hope instead of just being A Story of Hope Part 2 or whatever. I'll actually give it like a similar but different uh, title. And we'll go from there. And uh, yeah, so I got my first bit of feedback on the new mic. Uh, Tariq actually reached out to me. And was telling me that it sounded much better and everything was louder. He didn't have to crank up the volume to hear me on the show, which is good. Um, I didn't realize it was necessarily that low. Um, you know, I knew there was definite recording issues because I could tell, tell some days it was, you know, the little bars were not moving as much. You know, the sound bars, waves, were not moving as much on the recording as... Uh, other days, and some days it seemed to be like a lot more static and white noise, and I couldn't really tell what was going on. Um, but when I'd play it back, you know, I was like, well, it's there. Um, I'm working on figuring out a new mic solution, and I got this one, um, which is the Logitech uh, 390 gaming USB headset with noise cancellation, which is why you can't hear old uh, Lucille. <laughs> I don't know. That's not really the name I've given my car, and I haven't really named it yet, but I guess Lucille fits. It works. Um, yeah, she's getting... Uh, I was thinking I was actually going to break 50,000 miles uh, before I uh, before the new year, but it doesn't look like that's the case. I'm still about 1,000 short. A little bit less than 1,000 short, so yeah, we'll have to... Uh, uh, definitely cross that threshold in the beginning of the year, first week of the year, which means I'll need to do an oil change, which means I need to go get oil. Because uh, I've got, this thing takes six uh, quarts of oil. Like It's not even six, it's like 6.75 quarts of oil. So 
Um, it's kind of hard to buy 6.75 in the type of oil I purchase. Um, it's hard to find. It's 0W40. And you just can't find it anywhere because most of the places that sell it around here sell it for like farm equipment. It's like heavy duty, like industrial grade synthetic oil or whatever uh, used for like uh, bulldozers and stuff like that and giant tractors. And I'm like, uh, yeah. And most of the places I've read are like, yeah, you really shouldn't be putting that in a car because um, it's a little bit stiffer than the standard car grade of 0W40. So, and there's only one place that I've found, one auto parts store that I've found that actually sells this stuff, which is O'Reilly Auto Parts. So I kind of have to uh, go there, because the only other place that carries it that I've found is Walmart, and they only sell the industrial grade stuff. So, with that, you know have to make a trip out there in the next week or so and actually go buy some or maybe I can ask my dad since he's been off work for the last two weeks give him in there and be like hey go buy some oil for me here's 50 bucks because um, it's also very expensive oil you know last time because you know my car's been under warranty so the last time I changed oil I'm used to paying you know a couple bucks a quart you know definitely you know not um what was it, like $40 for a gallon jug of this oil? So, hence the reason why, you know, me and Lucille are not exactly always on speaking terms, because she's not exactly, like, high maintenance all the time, but when it's time for her maintenance, she is expensive. She's very, very high maintenance when it counts. Antifreeze, $25. You can buy antifreeze in the store for any other car. But a Volkswagen and an Audi for like seven bucks for a gallon is twenty-five dollars for a gallon for mine. Um, the only thing that I can buy that's universal that doesn't say it could cause problems is windshield wiper fluid, um, and I go through quite a bit of that. Living in the South, we have quite a bit of pollen, so um, you know, usually my white car turns like a bright shade of like yellow, like an Easter yellow, like a pastel. Um, and then when it rains, it turns to, like, a muddy, yucky, like, pukey yellow. <laughs> so, um, not very appetizing. So I go through a lot of windshield washer fluid so I can actually see out of my, my, uh, uh, front, you know, window, my windshield. So, so yeah, I go through a couple gallons of that a year. <laughs> there, at least probably about four, four to five gallons of windshield washer fluid a year um, that I go through just to keep all the junk off my windshield so I can see where I'm going. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, Lucille and me, we're almost at 50,000 miles. Uh, the missus is going to be driving her uh, for the long distance trips in our new job. Uh, she'll be driving her car. For the just round the town stuff, but whenever she needs to go on a long trip, she's taking my car just to put that heavier mileage and you know all that on her on this car. You know, since her car is obviously nicer, more expensive, newer, I want it to last longer. And you know, I've still got another probably 150 
the 200,000 miles I can put on the, this car before I retire it. Um, but yeah. And then, of course, really the only thing that I've found that's really cheap uh, for this car is I buy um, no-name tires. or Well, I guess it's, they're not really no-name because they're a huge brand. Um, they account for a large percentage of the world's tires manufacturing. Um, but they're just not like Goodyear or um, Pirelli's or Firestone or whatever. They're called Sentry. Uh, Century is, of course, a brand owned by another company, and they own multiple different brands of tires. And uh, they were $50 a piece. So for $200, I got new tires. Uh, basically, when you had mounting, balancing, um, and the, the warranties for the tires that's offered through the tire place, where if anything happens to them, uh, I get one free replacement. When I added all of that stuff on, it was like a little bit over 300 uh, for for all of it. So that's the only thing that I found is really cheap. And of course, my boss thought I was nuts buying uh, cheap no-name tires. But I was like, well, I'm spending, you know, I was spending about 150 dollars a tire for my um, for my other tires, and. $150 a set, or I mean a tire, $150 a tire for my other tires, and they were rated for 50,000 miles, and I only got 30,000 miles out of them. And I barely got 30,000 when we took them in to get them changed, and I saw the, the uh, tread. I, I'm lucky. <laughs> I'm really lucky that I didn't end up in some kind of an accident, and they were 50,000 mile tires. So it's like, why spend $150 for, for basically the cost of two tires I can buy four and have them bal mounted balanced and the works and uh, you know these have been great I've got um, 20,000 miles on them they're still going strong and uh, yeah I'm really liking them they hold the road really well they ride really well they're quiet can't complain I'm not really sure why I'm talking so much about my car Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's the deal, um, but, yeah, you know, it just kind of made me think, like I said, you know, 2019 coming up, I started thinking about alternate realities, and, and the future, and the past, and time travel, and, you know, I just started getting all science fiction-y, and I was like, huh, okay, cool, so, um, so yeah, and then, of course, I've actually started another line of books, um, they're actually being listed under the Creative Open Forum. If you guys have listened to the show before, you're familiar with that. That's my podcast where I do, um, uh, where I do, you know, help, helping people get started in podcasting. So if they want to just record podcast episodes and send them to me, I'll air them. You know, if they want to try out something new on their show, but they don't want to alienate their fan base, or if they're just starting out in podcasting, they want to see if they actually will like it, they can actually send me their episodes, and I'll air them on the Creative Open Forum for them, no charge, uh, just because I enjoy helping people, and that's just what I do. Um, and so I actually started a line of books on uh, Amazon, and I put them under the pen name of the Creative Open Forum. 
and because uh, Amazon won't let you pretty much print anything. So I've actually got two books up there now. Um, they're just small. They're Kindle books. They're like I'm only charging like a dollar for them for Kindle. Um, but one's like how to start a podcast or things to set up with, um, like a little how-to guide that I wrote a while back as an article. Um, the other one is my thoughts on the future of retail, which is an article that I was asked to write by, uh, by SAP. Um, uh, they wrote a white paper on the future of retail and machine learning and AI and how that all applies to retail in, uh, in the years ahead. And they were impressed with my writing. And I read their their white paper and wrote a comment on their post like, hey, you know, this is really cool. And, you know, I understood it. So I wrote that down as an article, too. And I was like, huh, I'm going to put that in one of the books and uh that i do so i'm doing like a series of like short books um ebooks um the most recent one i wrote is like about podcasting and how to get started in podcasting and the things to think of you know like almost like a checklist if you will like how to come up with a name for your podcast and then taking that one step further okay make sure your name is not like there's not eight other podcasts with the exact same name um because you'll never be found. No one's going to know how to find your podcast. They're going to end up listening to someone else's podcast, and you're not going to get to listen because they couldn't find you because your name was the same. So, you know, I tell them, like, come up with your name, and then take that name, open up iTunes, and search podcast, and put your name in there and see if anything pops up that's got the exact same name. Okay, nothing popped up? Good. Okay, Google <laughs> your podcast name, your idea. Okay, nothing's really coming up. Okay, you're good. So, like, there were, I think, four podcasts that were called Car Thoughts. So, you know, I knew I had a little bit um, of an uphill battle, but since I called it Car Thoughts with David, there was nothing else that had that exact name. So I make sure that that's part of the title. Like, uh, some people do their podcast name, and they're just like, you know... um, John, uh, my favorite podcast and there's like 18 of them my favorite podcast but if they would just say and actually hammer that in every time because you notice every time I open the show welcome to car thoughts with David so car thoughts with David is the name of the show so I make sure I reiterate that every single time I talk about it um, so that nobody gets confused or finds the podcast in error um I didn't think about it when I was doing that one. It was when I came up with the creative open form. That's why I started doing the research. I was like, okay, let me make sure there's not a podcast called this. Let me make sure there's not a blog, a website, nothing. When I search for the creative open form, specifically those words in that order, I want to make sure nothing else comes up. And that's what I did. And, you know, that is the only podcast that comes up with that name. Now, granted, when you search on iTunes, you get some wrestling podcast, like the Wrestling Open Forum. I'm not sure how wrestling got involved. And then, of course, you also get Car Thoughts with David, because I've mentioned the Creative Open Forum <clears throat> in my show synopsis, what, or sh- show synopsis, where I've said, you know, hey, this is episodes, I'm talking about this new project that I'm working on. So that pops up. So you still find my other show as a result. So that's cool. Um, Yeah. So 
that's what I talk about. I talk about like deciding whether you want to do a daily podcast versus a weekly podcast and what day is best. Like for instance, if you're running a motivational podcast, you probably want your episode to come out on Monday morning. Because Monday for most people, Monday's like that I don't want to go back to work day. Now granted it's not Monday. It's not about Monday. If if Monday was a holiday or a special day and you know people went back to work on Tuesday from the weekend Tuesday would be that day so it's not about the Monday per se but it's about what the Monday represents which is having to go back to work having to go back to the grind um, and a lot of people don't enjoy that they, they don't look forward to Mondays so if you're wanting to motivate people the best time to motivate them is when they need the motivation the most you know, whereas if you're doing a podcast about fishing, you're probably going to want to release that on, like, say, Friday night or Saturday morning when fishermen who would be interested in listening to your podcast talking about bait and lures and whatever else. And I'm not sure why I picked fishing. That's a really random topic. But there's podcasts for just about anything, so I'm sure there's probably a fishing one out there. Um yeah, but you're probably going to want to release that near the weekend because that's when these guys are going to be sitting out on their boats. And what a better time to listen to a podcast talking about fishing than when you're sitting on the lake fishing, right? So, you know, I just I just throw out ideas like this. And it's, it's a fairly short book. It's only um, like 36 pages or something like that. It's not been brought to print or Kindle yet. Um, I started writing it, put it up, and then realized that even though I thought my margins were all perfect, when I went to the preview, they were not. So I submitted it so it would at least be in review uh, status. And then once I get home, I'm going to fix it so it's uh, so all the margins are correct. It, it looked perfect when I submitted it, and then I don't know if maybe I hit a space or something before I hit save or something some mishap happened somewhere and caused it to go out of whack again. It's probably something I did because I'm still new to this. But I can fix it and I know what to do to fix it, so we're okay. But yeah, so I started that also, um, a second series of books. And so so far I've got three books under the Creative Open Forum um, name. And then, which of course you guys are the only ones who know that. I've not told anybody else that yet. So shh, it's a secret. <laughs> but anyway, um, so I've got those, and uh, I'm going to keep doing books like that, like tips and trick books, little ebooks. If the book's long enough for it to go to print, I'll make it available in print too, because it doesn't cost me anything to have it available for print. So, I mean, why not? If you want to print hard copy, that way if you're sitting there at night and you can't sleep and you don't really want to pull your phone out because it's about dead anyway, you can just literally pull up the book you know, flip on a reading lamp and go at it and have fun. There's something about the written word, too. You know, the physical book in your hand. Um, you know, I've always been a hardcore book reader, like physical book reader, until recently when I didn't have time and I had to start doing ebooks and audiobooks because I was always on the run. And it's a whole lot easier to pack 100 books that are stored on my iPad than it is to pack 100 books in my suitcase. So, um, so yeah. But it, it works out pretty well, and I'm, I've been very happy with the results of, of using Amazon to put out my books. Um, I mean, you know, I've got five, five in print right now. I mean, or I've got five books 
well, if you count uh, the Business of Earth, the short story that I put out, this year I've put out six books so far on Amazon. So, not too shabby. <laughs> and the year's not quite over yet. I could write another one, so who knows. Um, but yeah, so I'm just, I'm just really getting my feet under me on as far as that goes. Um, you know, a lot of the books are pretty short, you know, 60, 70 pages or less. Um, but, you know, I'm also not charging like an arm and a leg for them. I'm just trying to get, get books out there, get people, um, into them, you know, and, and help people, you know, wherever I can. And, uh, like with the podcasting book, you know, the ebook of that's going to be 99 cents because that's the cheapest I can make it. I want to make the physical book. I think the cheapest I could make that was like 350 or 358 or some, some something weird like that, because uh, it goes on how many pages there are. So you have a minimum you can actually charge for the book. So I'll be charging the minimum for it as well. And you know, just just trying to get the stuff out there, keep it as affordable as I possibly can, and help people out. You know, so that's uh that's the goal. You know, I'm gonna just keep putting out stuff, keep working, keep writing. And uh, keep sharing and uh, keep trying to help people, you know, because like I've said before, I'm trying to turn this into a career, I'm trying to turn this into, you know, a future, you know, where I can one day step out of the shadow of my IT career and move into uh, something that I'm really passionate and love. I mean, it would be fantastic to have a kind of schedule where I can interview people. I could spend a couple of days just going through and doing nothing but interviewing people for the podcast, you know, and, and getting getting stacks of interviews done because um, I really enjoy doing that. And I was actually talking to uh, Paul Flanagan of Wonderful Flanagan Radio about uh, interviewing because uh, he's wanted to start doing some interviews and maybe adding that to his uh, repertoire as well. And so he was asking me about what kind of software and equipment I use, so I was giving him a rundown of some of that, and so, uh, you know, I'm super excited to see what he does with those interviews, and how that all works, of course, I'm hoping to interview him on my, on my, uh, podcast here as well, you know, because that'll be a lot of fun, he's a great guy, and, uh, he's helped me out a lot with, with marketing my podcast, and learning about things, um, and, I think I've got some ideas. I'm going to start a blog for the uh, podcast as well so I can share out the episodes and do that. And, uh, yeah, that's interesting. Um, sorry, there was this. We have a green light, but we're not going anywhere because traffic's backed up. And this car uh, decided he wanted to pull out to the intersection and block traffic. And these other cars were. You know, like, hey, we can go. We're turning, and we're not blocked. You are, so... <laughs> I thought there was going to be a little mini-accident or, you know, Mexican standoff or something like that. Um, I don't know if that's politically correct. I don't know. I mean, that's what it's always been called. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I remember watching... Uh, what was it? Escape from L.A. with uh, Kurt Russell. Yeah, Kurt, Kurt Russell. And, uh, yeah, where he was sitting there, he had the... He had the can he's like you know nobody draws before this hits the ground and they all stand there staring at each other and he throws the can up in the air and they're watching the can he pulls out his guns and shoots the two guys um yeah i like cheesy old <laughs> science fiction movies and i got a lot of respect for kurt russell in that movie because he was wearing an eye patch was he played snake plissken he was wearing an eye patch 
And one thing that not a lot of people know, unless you like watch the documentaries and stuff, is the basketball scene where he had to run the full court and make the 10 shots. He actually trained to do that with the eye patch. So that was actually him running full court, going back and forth, playing a game of basketball, 10 baskets to win full court. He actually did that with an eye patch on, which eye patches obviously mess with your depth perception. So you have to be very careful, you know, and figure out how to shoot off of instinct because your, you know, your your perception is messed up. So, you know, I got mad respect for the guy for for doing something like that. That was really really crazy to find out, and uh, you know, it was on a I want to say like an HBO first look or whatever, like right before the movie actually became available on HBO, and uh, watched it and. You know, it was like, wow, you know, this is really cool. Of course, I had seen it before, but, you know, it was really interesting to learn that fact. And, of course, anytime one of those types of movies comes on, I watch them. But with that being said, folks, I hope you guys have really enjoyed the show. I hope you are enjoying the show. I hope you had a magnificently awesome Christmas, and I hope that 2019 starts a new era for you guys, a new exciting time, and you go out and try new things and explore, and move outside of your comfort zone, and write a book, start a podcast, start doing videos, start writing on a blog, start doing something different, think differently. So, have a great day, everyone, and I'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you, and Car Thoughts out.